I was no, no, very no. much a tongue in cheek. So we have to. We have to pretend. I, I did not pick that up. Sorry. Fatitious. <laughs> That's how it's spelled. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Facetious. Should we spin the wheel, guys? Yeah. I think it's time. I think it's time to do this little cheeky wheel. Spin. Ticka spin. Ticka spin. Ticka spin. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number 13. Number 13. Lucky number 13. Oh, Taylor Swift would be stoked. Why is that? It's her favourite number. Is right? I think it's my favourite number too. Really? I hate it. I don't like how it's uneven. It's very odd. We're going to go number 13, which is today we're going to rank our favourite mythical beasts. Welcome back to another episode of the That's Rank podcast, a podcast where we rank listeners' ideas on the fly. My name is Liam. I'm Taryn. And I am Robert O. (laughs) (laughs) Why such a long pause on the O there, man? I don't know. I I hadn't quite decided how I was going to finish it. He's got five minutes to fill, much like like we do on the podcast. That's true. We do. We do. We all have a, a listener idea comes up on this lovely wheel that we spin. And we all take turns choosing the best thing off the top of our heads. And we have how many minutes, Taryn? Five minutes Five each. Five minutes to rank battle to the death. To the death. To the death. To the death. It is really fun. And we get these topics um, submitted by our listeners, yourselves, on platforms like our Instagram, our Twitter, or our Facebook. Um, yeah. And you can even submit them on Gmail, all at that's rank pod or, at. Mm. Whatever platform you're on. At whatever you'd like. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's interesting though. I find that sometimes when we get people giving us ideas, they won't just give us one. They'll just bombard us, be like, because it'll start coming to them. They'll be like, oh, this. Oh, actually this. Oh, actually Once this. And, roll. and we want you to be one of those people getting on a roll, much like the person who gave us today's idea. Our, who our was? Good, our good listener, Robbo. Robbo. Robbo has given us another one. Really? Yeah, he's given us this one, the, the top mythical beasts. I really like this one. Yeah. Oh, you do? I've got a few buzzing around. Yeah. It's so going to be a hard one because it's like, is it the top mythical beast for any reason or just what we rank them in our heads as the top four? Like, Well, this is the beautiful thing, Taryn. It's whatever you want it to be. We don't put any restrictions on this. Whatever I'm trying to think about what the fuck a mythical beast is. Mm. <laughs> what does that even a mean? A mythicized beast. All right. So I feel like beast means it's got to be in a category of some animal mythical thing. So sure. you have mythical gods. Uh-huh. That, I don't think that fits this category unless the god is mm-hmm. part animal. Okay. Um, I would say mythical beast can be anything from movies, mythology. Um, oh, okay. Stuff that is not real. Myth- mythic- mythological the, means un- like not real, right? The, the so things, things are just like in law. Like in, in theory, in, in yeah. Theory, in law. fiction and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Or maybe not fiction. Maybe some things that are, people think are real. Yes. And are just roaming around. Mythical beasts. Ooh. Yeah. See, I, I, might, I might have a little bit of a – are you right, mate? I am. Just, I'm, <laughs> just good. Dead I'm good. Silent. I was just yeah. getting my, um, my since we started the episode. Research. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that's okay. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat, to be honest with you, because yeah. I I don't know. I've, I don't really. I'm gonna kind of make myself look a bit silly here. I don't read a lot. I don't read. I don't a think lot. you have to read a lot. Do you watch movies? I do, but like not that genre. Like I'm not really big into uh. the 
like fantasy and and all that kind of genre. So like like Game of Thrones, I enjoyed that for a bit, but then I kind of they've just, got mythical beasts in there. They do, but then they I do. kind of I just kind of fell off the mm. off the bandwagon. I was like, yeah, yeah whatever. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna be I'm a little bit stumped right off the bat. Okay, what about you guys? I've got so many. I've got wow. This is my genre. Yeah, I love the your... fantasy shit. I grew up with mm. like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, that sort of thing. So this is my genre. And I just love it. I think if it's done really well, this is it's one in my head that I've got. And I yeah, I really wanna I don't know, it's so it's so tricky. See I've got two in my head that I, I wouldn't gonna narrow it down to. Mm. How about you, Rob? How about you how are you feeling about this one? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. But first my first thought went to Greek gods, and then I realized that's not a beast. So I've changed. I've pivoted, and I have a beast. I have a beast that's come to my head. And I <gasps> one like whole beast. Too. Sorry, <laughs> no, that's pretty good. One whole beast. It down to just one. one. That's one awesome. whole beast. I've got a beast. But I think I grew up a little bit on this stuff as well. As an adult, I mean, I, I never really grew up because I still love this stuff as an adult. Like yeah. I still watch all these shows. I still really enjoy listening and, and learning about beasts. Uh, I love it when uh, they pop up in a film or TV show. I'm like, mm. ah. And I, 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 oh. I and when, when, when we were kids, we used to have these little, I think they were called battle beasts, yeah. which were tiny little, little toys that you would collect and gather. I think they were like, like our version of like Pokemon, you know, oh, you had to cool. kind of fill this pyramid of battle beasts and you had to kind of get all different, different little characters. Yeah. And there was another one, like a similar equivalent, which was just monsters and, and beasts. And I think I learned a lot about beasts through like toys, yeah. toys yeah. and stories growing up. Yeah. Toy Story. Toy Story. <laughs> My number one is, is Buzz Lightyear. And <laughs> that, well, that thing in Toy Story with the one eye and the I was gonna spiky say, hair, oh, that yeah, the, toy the, thing. The, yeah, yeah. The, baby, the baby head with the little it's the, not a beast, spidey but it's arms. It's a beast. See, oh. even, even as a kid, I, I wasn't much of a, a toy mm. player either. I've got, a, I've got a feeling that when I get to my five minutes, it's going to be one of those episodes for me where I'm just trying very hard. You're probably chipping Dale it again, though. Oh, I might chip it. Chipping Dale it. Do you know there's a movie out now? Chippendale? Oh really? oh, really? Yeah, I saw that. And I the think Rescue Rangers. Oh. I need to just it's look up back. the name of my... They've come back. Well, because that's the thing. Mythical beasts have the weirdest names, right? Like 17 U's, yeah. four yeah, Y's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when you think about mythical beasts, right? So mythical beasts have obviously been around for a long time. And a lot of these uh, beasts were devised around the campfire. Oh. Because they're ancient. They're hundreds of years old, thousands of years old. So they're very descriptive, right? So yeah. that they're really built in mythology because mythology is like story that's carried to story that's carried to story down down generations and like everyone the, every new storyteller kind of adds a new detail right so i think the beasts become quite um and most of those old mythologies are also built in like a moral tale as well mm. so the beast Ooh. always has some kind of like moral quandary attached to it like oh, like they're going to get you if you do this or you if you're a particular kind of thing that they're mm. going to get you for that you've given me a very good idea oh my pleasure i'm, I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad i was able to help yeah, I'm not too sure if it's going to fly, but I'm going to do it anyway. Give it a go. Yeah. So I'm, I can go first if you'd like me to, because I've been I haven't yeah. been first for a while. Why don't, why don't we just jump right into it? I'm going to get your little five minutes up here. Okay. Chotto matte. One second. Chotto matte kurasai. Is that what you were going to say? I, I, I was. But I'm trying to like curb my Japanese. I've been just doing it all the time <laughs> since we've got back. Guan, guan. Okay, so I'm saying. So, <laughs> uh, Mr. Rob, uh, your five minutes, five minutes for the mythical beast begins now. Okay, so I'm going to take a risk because Uh-oh. I'm going to pick a mythical beast I don't think 
either of you will be familiar with off the top of your head because this is a Southeast Asian oh. mythology in which I'm taking this beast. And in particular, oh. a country that I got to live in for a year, uh, a place that I've been back to several times, which is the country of Laos or Laos or Laos, for, <laughs> which sometimes you have to repeat to people because they're like, where, where? And you go, Laos, and they're like, oh, that place, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I've uh, only ever seen written down. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So it's in the cent- middle of central uh, of, of Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a buffer state between China, Burma, uh, Thailand, Cambodia, and Vietnam. And it's predominantly Buddhist, but it also is full of um, different kind of cultural groups with different beliefs. It's like a really diverse country. And depending where you are in the country and which other kind of like – like maybe you're closest to the cultural kind of shift and change. A sure, sure, bit. sure. Yeah. But if you're looking, I lived in Vientiane, which is the capital. And if you're looking there and if you're looking at the kind of the dominant kind of Buddhist kind of culture there, uh, there was a beast. And you would see this. If you go to Lao, you will see a lot of temples. You'll see this, this snake-like dragon that's often coming down the side of a stairway or something like that. Like it's all over the country. And it's called the Naga. Mm. Naga. The Naga. That's a cool name for a mythical beast yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. And you'll see the Naga everywhere. Like if you think of a Buddhist kind of temple, like and a lot of people would associate that with like a Thai type of temple. Like up in Laos, and I'm not an expert in this, so probably also in places, parts of Thailand, you'll see this kind of dragon. Mm. What I loved about the Naga... Okay, and let me just read you a little bit about the Naga, then I'll, but then I'll tell you specifically how I loved it because I loved it because it embeds itself into, into holidays and mm-hmm. traditions and culture. So it's a half-serpent, half-human water spirit that lures a beautiful weaver to be its bride in the depths of the Mekong River. You'll see it everywhere. Uh, it's very particular to, to Lao, so it is a very particular Lao thing. Um, and why I love the Naga is because of the way it ties to the seasons and the year. Everyone's heard of Thai New Year, Lao New Year. But just before Lao New Year, there's a rocket festival. And the rocket festival... A rocket festival. A rocket festival. All over Lao, all over, like in the most like rural of areas, they build rockets. And like literally like a big... Like, like, a, bo- like, like out of bottle a tree rockets trunk, or... Like a, like a rocket that fires into the sky. No, I know that. But like, bo- are we talking like bottle rockets or no, like big rockets? No, we're talking about like a tree trunk, like a 20 oh, meter, wow. like a twenty meter tall tree trunk, which they, f- they fashion into a rocket. And not just a, like it's the size of a tree trunk. They make these rockets. They're heavy. They're dangerous. The whole town gets around. And they, no joke, fire these things like hundreds of meters into the air. And across Lao, there's the Rocket Festival wow. everywhere. And what the Rocket Festival is doing is the Rocket Festival is calling the Naga out of the Mekong and into the skies to bring about the wet season. Oh. Because it's primarily subsistence farming, kind of a subsistence farming country. Like it's yeah. a very poor country. And it's still, still very poor. And it still relies on subsistence farming, a lot of its communities. So it relies on, on, on rice production. And it relies on the seasons. Yeah. So the Rocket Festival and calling the Naga out is literally vital for the people of Laos to survive. And, and the Rocket Festival is an incredible thing to see. There is a film that was made called The Rocket which features the Rocket Festival, uh, which is a really, really charming little film. It's an Australian film shot in Thailand, but about this festival. Oh, right. I I recommend it. Um, And I just love the fact that they have to, like, there's this this relationship with the Naga. They call up into the sky, the wet season begins, and then the wet season just pummels down. It fills the rivers, it fills the rice paddies. Sometimes it's an angry Naga and there'll be lots of flooding and flash floods and and, and Mm. landslides and, you know, things can kind of go awry. But... It's vital to the very survival of Lao. Coming around, I think, October, November, I think it's October, it's time to call the Naga back into the river. So they have the Dragon Boat Racing Festival, which occurs Mm. all over Lao, 
And it's that's the tradition to say, come back home, yeah. come back into the river. And on a certain day across the whole country, you'll have dragon boat racing. Uh, I got to compete. I got we, there was a like there was a team of foreigners that got allowed to compete. Oh, wicked! As part of this, this, this was the this, Naga this, okay with that or no? The Naga <laughs> was fine. The Naga was fine. It was very, um, it was very uh, like like they like, like they they kind of slowed down to help us like, feel a little bit better about ourselves because like you see these loud teams like row together like it's in, it's in, mm-hmm. it's amazing the power they get from their dragon boat like just the timing of the group. Yeah, we weren't that good. Yeah, really great fun experience. <laughs> just doing circles. The whole town that would be like, shuts down. Like, we're rowing uh, a dragon boat in front of like the like the president or the premier of Laos who sits on the side of the river, and we float up and you race and then you kind of float down, and then all the teams come back and have beers at the night. There's a big kind of party. And that's a really fantastic thing. But I like how it's all tied into um, like Buddhist Lent yeah. and Buddhist and Buddhist traditions. But it's also its own kind of thing. The naga and the boat racing is to kind of come back into dun, the dun. water, and then we get to the dry season. That's very, awesome. That's very cool, man. Mm. That's, yeah, nice lore that it's integrated yeah, into. Yeah. I have a query. Uh-huh. I have a question. Go for it. Uh, what are the um, contingency plans for ensuring a happy naga instead of a – like, do they paint the rockets in a certain way? Do they release them at a certain time? Like, is there a, a way that they try and ward off the angry naga? Or not to piss the naga off, so to speak? I think I, – look, I'm not an expert on this, okay? But I think you know, the, the rockets certainly are uh, coloured and there's patterns and I think that is part of it. They want to, you know, they want to be respectful to the naga. Sure. They want to – no one wants – I think there's probably, lots, there's, probably, there's probably lots of, lots of superstition around it too. Sure, so sure, like sure. like if the rocket blows up or in the sky or blows up on the ground and people hurt, they probably go, oh, no, we're going to have a bad season. You know, it's probably stuff like that. But I'm actually not an expert on, on any of that. Fascinating to know, though, for guess. sure. Yeah, it no, would be. Yeah. If you happen to be a, a, a Lao historian listening to this podcast, please write in. I know there's probably or just someone Or just someone from Lao. Yeah, I should probably promote this back to some of my old, uh, my old colleagues, my yeah. old friends. I mean, who knows? There might be people listening to this podcast that I that I travelled with or lived with or, 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 or friended with for a while in Laos. Ooh. So maybe they can also contribute what they learnt about this too. That's really cool. Mm. It's like a snaky being, dragon snake, dragon head, snaky yeah. body. Yeah. And if you go, you'll see it everywhere. Like if you ever go, mm. I, and I do suggest go. It's a beautiful country. Honestly, some of the best food, one of the best cuisines in the world. How come you didn't take me to those places? <laughs> what do you mean? You just spent five minutes saying for what? <laughs> for Naga. For Naga. For Naga. All for Naga. All for Naga. Uh, oh, this see? is so hard. Nice one. That's, that's that a was one. a really good strong start. I was expecting something like from like Smaug. I was going to a few places. I mean, I've got a lot of um, there's a lot of things I could have done. But I don't want to. I don't want to start. I, I actually have a whole bunch of honorable mentions. I'm going to save it all for honorable mention talk, just in case someone else pulls. Yeah. Because I've got a lot of little mythical be- beasts and creatures I'd like to talk about. Yeah, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet, man. You might take ours, and that would be a disaster. That would be a disaster. Yeah, you might definitely take mine, or you might give me one that I can use in my, <laughs> my wreck. Um, Taryn. Yeah. Would you like to go next? I don't mind. Taryn, can you go next? Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, so our next mythical beast in five, four, three, two, one, begin. I had so many rolling around in my head, and a lot of them are snaky, dragony <laughs> varieties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I went to one that I was still tossing up to, but in my head, he's not a beast; he just happens to be part animal. So I'm going to go with one that is embodies to me mythological beast. Okay, like horrifying, oh. scary. Not so much on the mythological, like spiritual side of things that you kind of took the route mm-hmm. of, Rob, but 
this guy is like a mishmash of goblin demon. Oh. Um, has anyone seen Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. <laughs> The Hobbit, anything mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen the first three Lord of the Rings. Okay, great. You'll be familiar with, in The Rings of Power, the orcs. Oh, yeah. Those uh, handsome men. Handsome ladies. Handsome devilish men. Handsome de- um, <laughs> beautiful picky up here. The <laughs> reason this guy... These lovely orcs. The reason these guys are so... Okay, so I'll tell you a little bit about them. Um, so they basically... They're like... They shouldn't be underestimated for their size. They are they are bulky and oh. thick and big boys, but they're goblin size, right? So they're a bit smaller than what you would picture like a giant dragon beastie thing. They're not giants. They're normal regular size orky goblins. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're fucking horrifying because yeah. the first time you see them, they come out of the ground. They are soldiers of Sauron, so they basically are the armies of Sauron, which is the evil king wizard demon guy no i'm butchering this but (laughs) they're the army of the evil basically in lord of the rings and their job is to hunt down the other mythical beings beings not beasts beings in lord of the rings and to sort of yeah defend the kingdom but also take over kingdoms and that sort Mm. of thing so you can imagine Mm. that their intention is like super fierce and grotesque so they come out of the ground in the first sort of scenes that you see them and out of the ground out of the ground because they're like tunneling beneath the ground to uh travel between kingdoms and locations to be undetected because they're so fucking hideous you would spot them Mm. with a satellite (laughs) from from space oh there they are yeah, from the, from the rockets while you're, you know, petitioning for rain, you would see those bad boys just like pimples on the face of the earth. Um, <laughs> they are ugly. Um, so the first time I saw them, I was like absolutely terrified as a kid because my, my dad and my brother and I used to watch these fantastical movies as children. Oh, well, not my dad as children, us as children. And it was obviously scary, terrifying. Oh, yeah. I will never forget. How and like the graphics weren't and like CGI wasn't that good back then, but boy, did they do these guys justice and they've only gotten better since. But I kind of like the like old school scratchy graphics that they used to put into movies like Lord of the Rings, where like the beasts would just be horrifyingly like grotesquely put together. I was under the impression that back then they were all made up, like there wasn't any CGI in that at all. Are you talking about the actual orcs themselves or are you talking about the the surroundings? The orcs. Yeah, I thought it was all... Yeah, of course, but the graphics are horrific back then, like even how they would produce films, right? Like back mm. then it was not... I'm not an expert, but mm. I feel like they're not as good as they were now. Like now mm. they'll give them like a little lip quirk so you can see them smirking. Yeah, back then they wouldn't. Yeah. They would just have mouths oh, that like open okay. and eyes you, that glare. You. you know yeah, what I mean? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So they came out of the ground they just made them as scary as possible um, and like teeth dripping with saliva, eyes like that yellow reptilian yeah. eye, like just really, really horrifying. And I think since they've evolve with the films they've made the orcs evolve and you know they change they look a little bit they make them speak more intellectually they've got the voices that you know no one would ever be able to do on their own without computer engineering to you know tweak the sound can you do the voice i cannot maybe in the morning (laughs) catch me catch me in the morning um pretty close i reckon in the morning but can you can anyone do the sound can you do the sound of an orc yeah they, they all have kind of different sounds. They do, yeah. Like there's the deep guy. The there's deep the big, boys. The big guy. Oi. <laughs> Oi, Frodo. Come Oi, out. Frodo. Because are they like, they're like growly boys? They're like... Yeah. That's actually pretty good. That's, That's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like yeah. that, that makes them sound like rabbits. Um, 
No, that's the clickers from <laughs> Last of Us. <laughs> an orc, an orc. What um, does an orc sound? Oh, that's yeah. like, like oh, Sauron. Sauron. Yeah. Oh, my Bluetooth picked that up. <laughs> that's going to come across the speakers later. <laughs> Whoopsie. Um, I just think they're like a great mythical beast because yeah, my mind yeah. also went to like larger than life. Like I don't want to yeah. list them, but I will honorably mention after Liam has gone. Yeah. Um, I think these guys are terrifying because they're your size. Yes. Yeah. And they're like coming from beneath the ground, which is horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Horrifying. And there's so many of them. So many. And how do you stop things that come out of the ground? Yeah. How can you ever Weed defeat killer. the forces of darkness? Yeah. Um, a ring. Oh, that's, that's uh, Oh, really? Just, just one ring. ring? Just rules them one all. ring. Rules them all. Oh. That's about the length of my knowledge. On the <laughs> nice. Of rings. Thank you. Nailed it. Thank you. Oh, good one. Good one. Yeah, there's a good the one. The orcs. And I love, I do love the way they were realized. Like the way, I mean, but that's why Lord of the Rings was so good at the time yeah. as well, was because 90s, everyone started using computer generated effects. Yeah. And they started going too far. Like mm. Jurassic Park came along and they created a Tyrannosaurus Rex of a computer and they're like, my God, you can do anything. Yeah. And then everything was fucking computers. Yeah. So when Lord of the Rings came about, they were like, you know what? We're going to go back to makeup. Old we're going to go back to costume and we're going to mix that with the computer graphics. And everyone was like, oh my God, it feels real again. And it was terrifying and it was awesome. It's too real. Yeah. Yeah. When they yeah. came out of that ground the first time, you're yeah. like, how could this be computer generated? Yeah. Like these look yeah. real, man. And yeah. they were in my head for yeah. years. Yeah. Damn. I gotta watch those again. It's yeah. been a, it's been a hot minute. They're great. They're great. It's been a hot minute since I've watched myself some loud of the rings. Am I stalling? Maybe. Do you have do you have one? I'm stalling. I think I do. Go on. All right. I'm gonna start my five now. We'll see how this goes. Mm-hmm. It has begun. So, like I was saying before, uh not much into the the fantasy, the sci-fi and all that. Oh, sci-fi maybe. But the fantasy side of things, haven't really read a lot of books, it makes me very sleepy. But so I've been trying to think about like what I know and what I'm familiar with. And you actually helped me a lot when you were Ooh. talking about how it's based in law and uh, spiritualness and religion to a certain extent. My mythical beast. Oh, like, no, what, what it was, about how you said the story has been passed on from oh, yeah. generations to generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mind went to a very specific point to one particular beast Who's who has many incarnations? Uh-huh. He has many versions. Ooh. Depending on where you are, depending on what religion, this beast will change. This beast oh, religion is the devil. Oh, the beast. Ooh. it's mythical because it's sure as shit not real. Well, this yeah. is where the Christians dip out. That's fine. Later, bye. Oh, See you later, Felicia. Um, <laughs> but the reason I think it's a really fantastic mythical beast is because it has so much power over such a large swath of the population mm. in the sense that people will literally do or avoid doing things because they think it's going to make them meet this mythical beast. Like when someone goes and meets an orc, they're like, oh, shit, that's a bit scary. The devil is depicted as, the, as this, this, this beast that is going to absolutely make your, the, well, your afterlife. Yeah, not just your life. Mm. A living hell, mm. And he's omnipresent. Well, he, mm. uh, they are yeah. omnipresent. Yeah. That's... So if you, if you do anything like and and that's used like but such control mm. such control over over people to make sure they're doing the right thing otherwise which stage of hell are you going to end up in which one is the devil going to put you mm. in it's kind of like the opposite of the other mythical creature not yeah. so much a beast but which is the god you do well you go up to the top you do bad you're meeting beals above you're meeting the devil yeah and you go down there and he's your judge he's your jury your and conniving mm. and yeah, conniving. yeah cruel torture like yeah meant to be all the worst parts of the human the human being when you th- 
but that's changed over time. Mm-hmm. Like nowadays, it's used to be like, oh, you know, don't don't have sex before marriage. It's like, oh, okay, I don't want to meet the devil, and everyone else is kind of like, actually, it sounds pretty fun. Someone's going to do it. So it's kind of taken this kind of romantic turn where now you've got like the church, like the Church of Satan, for example, mm. is a church that exists. It's not an evil church. It's actually quite the opposite. It's actually up, like fighting for people's civil rights and stuff in America, all over the world. What? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's really fascinating. Um, so everyone just kind of sees that name though, Satan, the devil. They, they put those two together. Yeah, look, think, I wouldn't advocate for that <laughs> from exactly a marketing right. point of view, but sure. Well, that's exactly right. <laughs> but marketing is actually really good for it because it gets people's attention, right? Yeah. And they're kind of no like, such thing as bad publicity. That's right. That's right. But it's interesting when you speak to them, like they're just kind of reviled everywhere. But they actually go, well, it's actually the teachings of like, you know, anyway, that's not really, that's not really the devil. Yeah. Anyway, but the devil itself, like I remember going to a place called. Oh, um, that was a good one. Ta. That's good. Because I'm picturing everything that the state, like the devil crosses yeah. like bands. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's, it, yeah. It's, 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 it's always and has been in the zeitgeist for fucking years. Yeah. Decades, eons. Even we went to places like, um, what was that place we went to uh, in Japan? I can't remember. But they had that tunnel that went through and it depicted all the different stages of hell. Mm. There's a place called Horpa Villa in Singapore, which was uh, this little weird theme park that was um, created by the guy who mm. made Tiger Balm. Oh. And they have this walkthrough. You walk through this dark, dingy tunnel and there's these little clay-like figurines all depicting the different stages of hell in like this violent and, you know, really gr- grotesque manner. Yeah. And the whole idea is you're, you're just, you do not want to piss the devil off. Mm. That's like your, your thing. Like you do, not, you do not make this guy mad because then that's going to be you having your tongue pulled out with, yeah. with pliers. Isn't that the base of everything, neg- I would say, negatively – like mythically beastie, like we all assume yeah. they serve the devil in some form, exactly whether right. it's Sauron or okay, yours doesn't quite fit in, and yours is quite beautiful. Rob, yeah, but yours was quite beautiful. Yeah. Actually, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. like well, that'd be yeah. that'd be the antithesis of that of the because yeah. like, yeah. it's kind of like a, a, a beast for nature. Whereas, like, oh, well, I guess I guess if it's a, if, it, if it's having a bad naga, well, I think Buddhism is different. I don't yeah, know. Totally. I'm far from an expert in Buddhism, but it still has concepts of, of evil and it has concepts of yeah. punishment through its reincarnation or what you can be reincarnated as, right? And, so And I think that's why I think the devil's really good because no matter where you go, like in a Western, you in a Western terrible world. Terrible phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> terrible phrasing. Devil's the best. Because every single kind of every single religion has their version of it. It might yeah. not be called the devil, but they've got some version of that you the know, concept the of. The concept of. Devilish, yeah. Um, and that's my five. <gasps> Dude, oh my God, I love how the different angles we took. So I took movie, mythical beast. Yeah. Mm. Rob took like, would you call it? Yeah, religion, I suppose. Spiritual. 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 And it's yours a, is more religious. It came travel experience too. Like it just mm. came from a, a little bit of learning from being No, but I mean else. the origin of the, the origin beast. of the, yeah. 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 So spiritual and yours is quite well known as like religious and just, yeah. yeah. The Naga's a little bit like the Rainbow Serpent. Like it's this beast mm. that's oh, okay, kind of embedded okay, okay. within like the land, like everything from like the landscape. I would call to that spiritual. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Oh, very spiritual. Oh, that was so good. I'm. Thank you. Yeah. I pulled that out. I was just kind of like, I, I, you, I, I, had, yeah. I had nothing until you said that. Mm. And mm. I was. What like, did he oh. say that triggered it? It was the the stories passed down through generations. Yeah. And right. The, and the, the religious and spiritual mm. side of things. Mm. I was like, wait. He's the and then you're like looked, the exorcist. I looked That's at him in the eye, and he saw this deep darkness yeah. in my eye. This Reptilian. lack of morals and values, and he's like oh, the devil. Yeah. <laughs> he felt a chill down his spine, and he's yeah. like, oh. he's here. Um, <laughs> I went down a really deep hole when I was working on my own in the. It was at the University of Queensland, and I was looking after this, um, the house of like where do you people go and pray? 
prayer rooms and stuff like that yeah. sort of like space <laughs> in no but there's a word for it there's so like for, a, for which yeah. um for any religion or for for any religion there's like a few rooms so you have yeah, prayer rooms for yeah, different yeah. things I church think they, i think they call them prayer rooms like you got synagogues few, and churches yeah and all sorts like different of things. a multi-faith center or yeah. something multi-faith thank you Lost. that's it um multi-faith center yeah so it was at the uni so you could go practice your bits there when you are at the university and I got through this hole of like it wasn't reddit it was a different site that was kind of like a reddit thread that you people would refresh on the daily or they would um it would be fresh threads and it was just all these I got down the little hole of like devilish stories and like shit that seems really real and stuff that's obviously fake and then people embellish on real experiences to make them seem demonic and it was so like it's a whole nother world like you think about demons and you invite them into your life you know that sort of thing like and people have real experiences like there are things you cannot refute or rebut like they've happened to people and i don't care what you believe like Mm. angels demons whatever Mm. it is if that's happened to that person for whatever reason yeah that's none of your business yeah Yeah, that's their experience um but i really yeah that was that was a good one and i really like your mythological i just want to shout out to little um is it tomness Tumnus. I was going to do Tumnus. Little half, half man, half, half goat, whatever he is. Yeah. I was uh, from Thomas. the Lion, Lion Witch and Wardrobe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Tumnus? Yeah. yeah. Tumnus, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then he's got a little, like, little. Oh, oh he was so sweet. But I, all I had to say was, like, 30 seconds of, isn't he cute? <laughs> yeah. Give me yeah, just yeah. the sweetest. Yeah, yeah. Look at those ears, though. Yeah, the oh. sweetest little beast. What's the name of the uh, lion from Lion Witch and the Wardrobe again? What's that name? What's his oh, name? Um, it starts with A. A, it does. A, A. Aldi. Aldi. I was going to shout out to um, the Hydra, which was always my favourite. The Hydra was like the one that you cut one head off and then two heads grow back. Yes, I was thinking oh. that as well. Hercules like, came to mind. Yeah, I was like, how the fuck do you kill the Hydra? Like, you can't kill the Hydra. Is that like the um, the, the water version of the Cerberus? Oh, of who? Of what? The Cerberus, the three-headed dog. Oh, I want to know the Cerberus. That was on oh. my mind as well. Harry yeah. Potter and Aragorn came up oh, on. Yeah, Aragorn. yeah, yeah. Uh, the Sirens. Oh, yeah. I've always thought the oh, sirens Aragorn. were kind Aragog. of like a... Aragog. Aragog's a spider from Harry Potter. I said Aragorn. I was going to say, actually, Taryn. Yeah, I was, gonna cor- I was definitely going to Aslan. I was gonna cor- Aslan. Aslan. Yeah. That's the one. That's Liam the one. Neeson as Aslan. Optimus Prime. <laughs> 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 like, oh, yeah, Beast, I guess, I suppose. Uh, the Basilisk. And you mentioned Smaug because I really enjoy how... Um, Benedict Cucumber did that, like, whole <laughs> character. Penglings. <laughs> Penglings. <laughs> Penglings. Did you sweet try to penguin? <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed how he did that character and the voice and all that. And I have a soft spot for that scene that went way too long between Smaug and, um, uh, what's Bilbo. his name? Bilbo, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the, in the castle. I wonder if, though, like, you know how, so these are all stories, we talk about stories that have been passed from generation to generation. I wonder if like, people will look back at this time of human history and they'll refer to, uh, what was it, Ara- Aragog? Uh, Aragog? Aragog from Harry Potter. They'll refer to um, uh, he who shall not be named. Well, that's the Voldemort. beauty of mythical like beasts. Like, they like, never die because they're mythical, so they live yeah. on in theology and yeah. Yeah, that's mythology. True. Yeah, and will like the predator, like in hundred years time, become oh, like will like the predator be like a like a mythical beast? Yeah, you know I think I mean? the predator was definitely based on something that's not mythical, but mm. that actual character for sure, mm. for sure, I reckon it would stick. Yeah, for sure. How? About, yeah, how crazy? What about the um? One thing I used to want to be when I was younger actually was a. I want to say. No, that's not what I'm looking for. What's the one that's half? Centaur. A oh, centaur. Yeah. oh, a centaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That speaks volumes about you. Oh, and then there's the whole... <laughs> one second. One second. 
<laughs> what does it say, Tim? Please enlighten me. I think centaurs a good example because you kind of want to keep your humanity on the top half, right? Like you want to keep who you are as the top half of a centaur as a human. Yeah, yeah. And then the bottom half being a horse is like the strength, vitality, you know. Yeah, I, I think that's like, – yeah. I think that's born off of – I don't – Yeah. Born off of like humans wanting to be more, yeah, more yeah, than, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. beasts are, but yet retaining there, yeah. nobility and retaining like a, a sense of self, yeah. and humanity. I also um I have a I don't know if this is controversial, but I have a problem with the phoenix. You have a problem. I with love the, the phoenix. I love a phoenix. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Concept of the phoenix as it's executed in like films. Yeah. Do, yeah, it just seems so like meek and just there when it needs I, to be there. Yeah, you know? yeah, can you, can yeah, you, yeah. Can you enlighten the um, ignorant? What is the story of the phoenix? I know it's like something that rises from the ashes, but that's well, the main thing is they can be reborn, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the main thing about the phoenix, correct? Like jump in at any moment, but like oh, he will. The, the whole thing about the phoenix is they can be reborn, and they're like, yeah, a symbol of rebirth, <laughs> sorry, right? Sorry. Go on, get in there. Rude. I know it was get rude. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I would like you to jump in on the phoenix. I don't know much about it, other than they're reborn from the ashes. Yeah. Uh, it's the like the most like it's the it's more powerful. It's like healing quality. So yeah. like right, anything okay, that's okay. phoenix or re- like. Because I would picture it as like pioneering if you had an army and you had a phoenix as your like emblem, whatever. It's pioneering, like moving forward, good intention. Mm. It's a good Mm. beast in my eyes. But I think you can paste it as something – paste it? You can (laughs) – You can put it in like an evil context, I suppose. It's like something that can never be killed, right? For example, that's terrifying, horrifying. Yeah. Immortality. It's kind of like, but it's kind of about recovery too. Like it's kind of about. I'm so hot. <laughs> okay. I'm like sweating. Yeah, it, Burning it, up like a phoenix over there. <laughs> <laughs> it is like a. It's about recovery, and it's about like 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 getting coming back mm. from a time that you were kind of knocked down. Mm-hmm. So it's quite also. It's a, it's a re- about redemption. It's quite a, a positive story. The story of the phoenix too. What What's about? that song? Power I get knocked down. I was going to do that. The Chumbawamba, oh. the, mythi- the mythical Chumba. beast, the Chumbawamba. I mean, <laughs> that's actually a really good name for a mythical beast. Just quietly, Chumbawamba. the Chumbawamba. Yeah. I just want to shout out before we move to ranking. Yeah. There's a whole other little area as well, which is like the the werewolves and the vampires and yeah. the mummies. I'm like the vampire is. Like I'm a big buff. I was a big Buffy fan yes. like oh, yeah. growing yeah. up, and underworld like, uh, for me. Love that. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. just like I think like, there's a lot. The vampire has always been. Thing right, it's always existed, and werewolves, lupins, and stuff yeah. in an, in yeah. in opposition to the vampire for yeah. the qualities that match each other and oppose each other. Yeah. So, are we ranking? Is it time to rank? Well, I just want to say one thing before we do, because we should do that. No one said the unicorn. Yeah, I don't. Ha-ha. First of all, the unicorns are real. Um, they're in every marketing agency <laughs> oh, and every job description ever. So, in your job description or your your every job description ever. They want someone who's had 20 years of experience oh, and wants yeah, to be paid gotcha, as a gotcha, junior. Gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get it. started. <laughs> Plus, rhinos exist. Fat <laughs> unicorns. Cuties. Mm. Oh, Hooray. Okay. So it is time to rank a room. You went last, so... I did. You get to go first, Lima. Huh. Okay. Oh. What, what am I going to do here? Because mm. they're all really good answers. Some better than others. Well, that, that is true. <laughs> So I quite liked mine, mm. but uh, okay. I'm gonna start st- from the bottom. Okay, and now I am here. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put orcs third. I'm sorry. I'll Bartholomew yeah. the orc. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Out of these two, yeah. 
Because these two are like literally like opposite ends of a of a very good yeah of a certain spectrum, spectrum yeah. yeah yeah oh agree I like both answers ah okay okay I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the bigger man and I'm gonna put the devil first I'm just kidding no I was gonna <laughs> say fight for yourself what did you say to Rob in the last episode fight to the death well no I I, I should fight to the death and as the devil would do. Mm. But I really like the story of the Naga. Mm. I really do like the story of the Naga. And I like the idea that it's like a whole community gets together and, you know, has this whole ceremony to help them live, essentially. They're called beast. Yeah. Like, the devil is, like, cool. But, like, the Naga is, like, wonderful. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, the devil kind of has that kind of romantic evilness to it. But the Naga has, like, a nice little nice little story. I want to put Naga number one. Devil number two and then Orc Tres. Very close to the Naga and the Devil mm. though. Very close. Mm. <sighs> Alright. Okay. I am gonna rank exactly the same. Ooh. I really controversial. Well the only reason I didn't put Devil at the top was because he doesn't always present as a beast and that's kind of maybe scarier because mm. we present him as we present Jesus mm. and God as mm. a human tangible man, which is fucking so wrong. But on many levels, I yeah. feel like I really like the mythical beast element and I always, whenever, as soon as we you mentioned the topic, I went to the snake-dragon hybrid concept, which is, mm-hmm. like I said before, you know, Smaug, the mm. basilisk and anything Asian culture, actually. So the Ghibli... Films that have ah, the true, beautiful, true, true. you know, mm, yeah. the serpents and that sort of thing. Like, just love that concept. So, for that reason, I'm going to put yours number one, Rob. And, cool. yeah, devil number two because it's scary shit. And I think he's at the source of all n- demonic mythical beasts. Uh-huh. And then orcs third because they're just there. They're just there. <laughs> they're just scary. They're just in my nightmares, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but That's where the, they live. The orc is cool, though. The orc is cool. And it's a really, mm. like, creative mm. mythical beast mm. to make it human and all yeah. that. Whereas snake serpents and the devil are like really cool concepts yeah. Yeah. that have been actualized in different ways. Yeah. 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 Look, I think orcs are cool. And I think the fact that the orcs grow, the orcs are kind of like this, this insurmountable, mm. like, like impossible kind of thing force that seems like, how mm. can you beat something that can continually replenish itself? That mm. was the thing. Like where do orcs come from? There just seems to be an endless, endless amount of them. Yeah. Like, like the clones they, from Star Wars, but yeah. not human engineered. So yeah. scarier. Yeah. Yeah, and it's almost like a re- like a like a they come from the earth, so it's oh. almost like the earth having its revenge. You it's know like what I mean? the devil sending yeah. up his little yeah. orc goblin yeah. demons. Yeah. That's right. The devil mm. would have sent them too. Mm. Devil never does his own work. No, never. I guess that's that's scary, else. right? He's a really good delegator. Yeah, that's right. So oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going <laughs> to. He's a unicorn of the team. Really, <laughs> all the accolades. I want to. I want to. I like. I, I want to just be like try to be too clever and rank like the devil six. I'll just take it I'll take the win and I'll, and I'll just replicate the same um, the same order because I do like the Naga because it's also like it's a very um, like it's a very defined thing and I yeah. think what makes the devil kind of interesting as well as I actually didn't perceive the devil as a beast when you first started talking but then mm. you, you kind of convinced me around to it and I thought well it is the number of the beast right well, it's a number of the beast, and it's, he's also like he, a lot of the depictions of him is as are, a beast, mm. kind of like a, an evil mm. tumnus. Actually, mm. they kind of got the goat feet and the horns, and yeah, 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 all that. yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah, the goat. That is, the, the, yeah, one oh, of man. his incarnations, and his other incarnations are inhibiting other people or other things. Yeah, 
beasts. Yeah. Beasts, yeah. And they become demonic. The yeah. hoofs. Yeah, that's right. The hoofs. The hoofs. Yeah. hoofs. Oh my God. I love how you say hoof. Go again. Hoofs. <laughs> it's like a breath out. Hoof. <laughs> 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 what did I say earlier? That was also strange. Apparently. Not coconut. It was the one before. Oh, yeah. Um, satay. Just get a satay sauce on the satay. chicken. Satay. 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 Oops. Oops. Um, <laughs> I learned to speak English somewhere. Yeah, I don't yeah. know where. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I, I will take the win, and I like the naga because of how it was ingrained with literally livelihood. Yeah, and, and, and festivals. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it just had this, and there was a balance and an equilibrium between like people and beast. Do mm. you know what I mean? That's why yeah. I thought was also quite cool about the stories around it. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, so yeah, I'll take the win. Oh, yeah. Good, good, uh, and lots of great honorable mentions too. Yeah, let's face it, humanity is the final thought. I guess it might be. Darren, any anything else to add before we throw? I was to the just going to say, thought? I really like that mythical beasts are born from somewhere and carried through stories. Mm. Yeah, I really and like there's a truth to it that it brings communities together in order. So, for example, bringing the rains, having a religion, mm-hmm. yeah, movies, that movies. sort of thing. Yeah. And you put it like that. <laughs> the tear. <laughs> like, in its creative sense, like making something happen and getting people to believe a certain thing yeah. for a certain reason, whether it's real or not, or mythological. Yeah. It's very, very interesting to me. Fascinating. It is. It is. Yeah. But movies are the modern day uh, fireplace. Mm. The story, the stories are told. Um, but sure. I will say... Final thought, Tom. Does anyone else have a final thought? That was my final thought, so... Over to you. No, I'm, 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 I always defer the final thought because, sir, you always have really nice final thoughts. I think what I like about um, beasts in mythology and demons and all the scary things that we lace our stories with uh, is that it's how we as humanity have learnt a little bit about each other and about the hardships mm. we face in life and how we package those things up into stories and we create beasts to tell our children so that we can share our wisdom and our learnings from our own failures, from our own challenges, from our own difficulties, so we can best strengthen the next generations to, to tackle the world and the problems of the world. And I think that's what's really fascinating about beasts and the stories of beasts, is that ultimately they're there to help make us stronger, wiser, and hopefully be a little bit more kinder to each other in the end. That's very nice. Mm. Very well said. I concur. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>